This episode will be the start of a new series involving the second annual Proactive Eye Sexual Violence Awareness Avocation, and I am pretty stoked about it. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your restoration strategist and creator and host of the Proactive Eye Podcast. In the last episode, I completed the transition series and to give you a recap on the different topics. The first installment is titled From Toxicity to Wholesomeness, and it is about the difficulty of leaving a toxic relationship. As hard as it is doing that, it is equally hard evolving into a healed individual, mainly because as someone works on healing, they have to confront all the darkness they went through and process out loud how it makes them feel and how they want to change it now they have the opportunity to do so. Now, when I delivered that installment, I did it as a message to those who support or would like to support those they know or love through their transition from a life of abuse. The second installment is titled, Fearful to Fearless. I spoke about some of the fears survivors of abuse experience and some ways you, the supporter, can assist them rising from those fears and take control of their lives. Fear can be debilitating. Having someone in their corner to alleviate the agony of those fear factors keeping them from moving forward can make transitioning much easier. The third installment is titled, Confusion to Clarity. This one discusses how survivors sometimes have difficulty getting started adjusting and starting over fresh after leaving a toxic relationship. Many times, it is hard to know where to begin on your journey of healing and freedom. And I gave one of the most important areas in a survivor's life to begin with. Hopefully, it is useful for you to support someone you know who has transitioned out of an abusive relationship, or if you are in need of the information from that episode, it's still there for you. The fourth installment is titled Rebuilding a Relationship with Yourself and is the most popular episode of this series. In this particular episode, I gave four different ways you can accomplish rebuilding a relationship with yourself while transitioning after a life of abuse. So if you care to see, or in this case here, what what made this the most popular episode, go check it out. And the last installment is entitled, Dealing with Loneliness which I feel is going to be just as popular as the Rebuilding a Relationship with Yourself episode. I mentioned a few relatable things that could help support a survivor deal with loneliness. Some of these were either from my experiences or from experiences of other survivors that I had the privilege to work with. So if you would like to grab some of those ideas, hop on over to the episode titled Dealing with Loneliness and see how they can support you on your journey. Now, if you missed any of those episodes, the links will be on the blog, not down in the show notes, but on the blog because there are plenty of links. Now, with this episode, 
This episode will be the start of a new series which involves the second annual Proactive Eyes Sexual Violence Awareness Avocation. I cannot believe this is my second event and I just want to say for those of you who supported me through the last one, I really appreciate it. For those who are supporting me in the second one, thank you so much. You have really given me so much energy I can hardly keep up with myself. Now for those who would like to get involved with the annual sexual assault Instagram challenge, go to Instagram and in the search box, enter NSVRC. That's N as in Nelson, S as in Samantha, V as in Victor, R as in Robert, and C as in Charlie. NSVRC. Those initials stand for National Sexual Violence Research Center, and they have daily prompts you can scroll down to and participate with the rest of us in support of survivors of sexual assault and sexual violence. You can also find this challenge on their website at www.nsvrc.org. Sexual assault and sexual violence are important to talk about. So many people feel ashamed of what has happened to them or have been threatened of what will happen to them if they tell their story. No one, absolutely no one, should ever feel threatened like they are worthless, have no value, or not important because of this traumatic event. It does not matter what gender, age, race, nationality, sexual orientation, or creed, no one deserves to be treated with this form or any form of abuse. Sexual assault and sexual violence are included on this platform because for one, they are a form of abuse, and two, I have had first-hand experiences in both instances. You see, sexual assault includes acts that are sexual in nature, which, such as unwanted kissing or touching, to groping, to rubbing, or forcing the victim to touch the perpetrator in sexual ways. Sexual violence includes rape. Now, in this week, I'm going to share with you the first seven prompts that were given to us in the Psalm Instagram Challenge. Now, the Psalm Instagram Challenge, let me begin with the acronym Psalm, S-A-A-M. That stands for Sexual, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And there is an Instagram challenge that they have been doing every year. And I have, I first participated last year and I am participating this year and this year I decided to share my experiences with it so for this episode I am sharing the first seven prompts which is this first seven the first seven days of this and on day one we were to decorate our virtual space which could be our um social media profile, an online game, a Zoom background, or our physical workspace. I needed to change my office around a little bit anyway. I have a new office furniture 
and I needed to reposition to have the best walking and storage space so everything could fit so during this one day, it helped me conquer that task. I posted that colorful area of my new desk. I previously was using a card table and a kitchen chair. Not the most comfortable, but they certainly supported me as I began my podcasting journey. Now, how this relates to sexual assault or sexual violence? Most victims or survivors of this form of abuse have difficulty finding beauty in themselves or life again after their traumatic experience. Going from a black table and a chair to a white desk and gray chair signified that not only I'm healing, but I am also having a totally different perspective on how beautiful life is regardless of its challenges. On day two, we had to do a Psalm online event shout out. Psalm events are happening online this year. Post details about your hosting or share a flashback photo from a previous Psalm event. So I shared the flyer for this year's avocation on the podcast, but there are some amazing events happening via Zoom you can participate in for free in support of raising awareness. You can find those events through the National Sexual Violence Resource Center's website at www.nsvrc.org. The link is already provided for you in the show notes and on the blog. I have attended a few of these events and have learned a lot more things I can do as a supporter. And the amount of resources you gain through these events are priceless. I always say just because it isn't your story does not mean it isn't worth you learning about how to help someone else's end well. What I mean by that is participate in some events, classes, or courses of concerns that matter to you, whether it is of this nature or another. You never know who may need your strength. On day three, we were to post things that we use to stay grounded. We had to share three items or supportive words or songs, any activities that help you stay grounded. And we had to present them as a collage or a list or something like that. So what I did was I posted three different slides on my um, Instagram profile. And if you want, would like to see any of these, you can find at Proactive Eye on Instagram. And you can see my posts, how I responded for this um, event. And the first slide I did feeding my furry friends and you will see a little video of one of my little squirrel friends eating some popcorn. Um, I have a bird and squirrel sanctuary in my backyard that I created. And it's something that really helps relax me to be with nature and just to put some food out to watch the birds and the squirrels come by. On the second slide, you'll see where I'm behind the podium. There was a women's retreat that I hosted back in 2017, I believe. And I recited a little bit of my poetry. On the third one, it's just me painting my toenails, something I enjoy doing. 
On day four, we had to say something to be in support of the survivors. We had to share a message of what to say when a survivor shares their story with us. For instance, I believe you. And I took out pen and paper and I created something. And I said, dear survivor, I honor you. You are amazing and you will always win. And I ended it with your supporter with a little smiley face. And as I did that, that's exactly how I feel as I deal with people um, on their journey of healing, as I deal with survivors that I meet on a daily, well, not on a daily basis anymore since the pandemic. But from time to time, I still meet with some of them. And this is through my action, this is what I'm actually saying to them. On day five, we had to post some statistics to know. We had to find stats on sexual violence and create our own graphic or find another way to highlight that stat. And I found a few things. And on the graphic, this is what I put. Nearly 80% of female sexual assault victims experience their first assault before the age of 25. The next one, around 20% of American males have been the victim of sexual violence. Women and men with disabilities face twice the risk of sexual assault than able-bodied individuals. 7.2% of all children surveyed in 2019 have had been victims of sexual assault. That's a lot of babies. That, That bothers me. That's another reason why I do this because Whether you're an adult or a child, these things should not be happening. And so this is why I do what I do. The sixth day was a Psalm day of action where we had to wear teal and share a selfie. And I did that, but I also put down, um, I put down a few little words. And I said, my action is participating in Wear Till Day, supporting and honoring survivors of sexual assault and sexual violence. No one knows what their response will be when these heinous or heinous, however you say it, depending on where you're from, acts are committed against them. As a survivor myself, it's a beautiful thing knowing there are so many resources available raising awareness. And I am so happy that today, there's a plethora of resources out there for people. Whereas years and years ago, when my mother used to be a supporter and in my area, there used to be something called Rape Companion. And this was someone um, who would be supportive of those who experienced sexual violence. Now they have a whole sexual assault response program in this area that includes both assault and violence. And my mother is no longer one of the volunteers in in that arena, but having that experience with my mother, watching her do this, and it, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things and how to respond to people and how to be patient with people as they heal on their journey. The last day we had to do a teal ribbon in the wild. 
we had to place a teal ribbon somewhere in nature on an or an unexpected place. The color teal is representation of sexual assault, sexual violence awareness. So what I did was I'm always out walking. I love walking. And sometimes I take my shoes off and start grounding. That's where you take your shoes off and just, you know, just walk around in the dirt and the grass and everything. And I came across this beautiful little bush. It was green, but it had, some of the leaves were like half red. Some were fully red and some had little pieces of red on it. It was so pretty. And I'll just, I just placed it on there. And I had a really good time participating in the first week. I've, I've had a great time last year when I participated. This year, I don't know. It's just like, it's just, I'm so full of joy. So that's the end of my participation in the Instagram challenge from the first week. Now, let me tell you why I continue to do this, even though I have not won any of the contests yet, because there is, it's a challenge, but each day they pick a winner through the post that they see. And you have um, until nine o'clock that evening to get your post in because they're going to post the winner the following day. So I do not do this to win, but because there are so many unhealed souls needing to support. I do this because there are souls who are continuously being destroyed every day by sexual assault and sexual violence. I do this because I was once an assaulted child and adult and have been working on being healed and helping others to heal for years. I do this because of people I have not met who still need support. And if one day they should happen to see any of my posts and reach out to granny for help, then it was all worth it. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Thank you.